Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue. Alongside of me is the world famous Pot Brothers at Law and Joe Grande. And we are your number one source for everything cannabis. Yes, we are, folks. And I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast Cannabis Talk 101 all around the world. Make sure you give us a call and say, what up? 800-420-1980 is the number, 800-420-1980. Make sure you check out our Instagram pages for daily news, learn the script, and so much more. At Cannabis Talk 101 is where you can find us on all social media. And make sure you go to the YouTube page, folks, because the YouTube page has all of these great podcasts that we do, but now you can see the video side of it and watch us and see who we're interviewing and see how sexy us four men really are and when we talk about sexy <laughs> i'm talking about pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law mark is at waslaw craig is at waslaw dog blue is at one christopher rice hello mm. i am at joe grande 52 and our guest today chris the glove taylor hey. is no stranger to the world folks a legendary hip-hop in the works i mean when you think of hip-hop you think of death rose you think of the ice teas you think of the movies like breaking you think of <laughs> things in life where you go this dude's put it down like four flats from a cadillac back in the days you know what i mean so chris the glove it is great to have you on the show we appreciate you coming on and hanging out as you're having the death row necklace that's oh, how man. deep you go thank you for having me this guy too he knows death row got a co-sign from a death row original yeah he was there i saw him yeah he said i was there it's I true so do you remember true. seeing this blue there true. when he was with death row about the time I was blue the... was at can-am when i met you yes yeah i was at can-am studios yep. which was death row yeah because the original. i took to Can Am. Yeah. And then he rented it from, like, after mine was over, he yep. rented it for a year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, dude, I had so many good times at Can Am Studios. For those that don't know, Defro was at, you know, Can Am. But, you know, 
with the Westside Connection, uh, Ice mm-hmm. Cube. They yep. did the whole Westside Connect Gang, Connect Gang, Bing Bing Bang. There, shout out to Butter. Yep, that whole that mm-hmm. whole movement was there. I mean, so many good people. You know, um, uh, Heron, we lost. Oh, you rest know, rest in peace, peace to Heron. Yep. You know, which Heron was one of the first ones that brought me in. Uh, mm-hmm. Randomly, I was freestyling at a party in Mexico, and he was like freestyling. Yeah, oh, so I know you as an engineer. Yeah, no, no, I was. I, I, <laughs> I just want to make that clear. No, no, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. He wasn't I was rapping. Engineering, with, but, but, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I was rapping. And 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 uh, Heron walks up to me and goes, "Yo, you know what's up, lot You, uh, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm yep. just rapping." He was like, "He was like, this is Death Row," and I'm like, "You ain't Death Row." And he was like, "No, this is Death Row." And then he like, pulled out this big chain on me, bam. Yeah, the big ones. And I was like, "Did you know that's Death Row?" Yeah, yeah, chain. yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't buying your own chain. It's a gang sign. <laughs> it's a gang sign. I mean, you go deep though. You got Death Row. You got Ruthless. Yeah. You got uh, uh, Aftermath. Yeah. I mean, you're an original of all this. And is it funny when you look back going, fuck, we put this down for the West? When we were doing it, we were like, fuck, we putting this down for the West now. That's it. Like, for instance, the one giant marketing thing, no one seems to Okay, so The Chronic, Yeah. right? We did this record, you know, and what we wanted to do was... Did you help produce that record? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm credited for mixing, but I also produced the song on there called Stranded on Death Row, and I co-produced a lot of the stuff, mixed. When you was with Dre, it, whatever you could do was being used. So, yeah. yeah, I did a whole lot of stuff. I was all the guns on the Doggy Style yeah. album. I was about to say, you know, <laughs> you know, a lot of the things, you know, that weren't credited that you've done, because it's just part of the protocol, and a lot of people don't understand that exactly. music. But, you know, we know that behind the scenes. Like, mm-hmm. yo, this dude may have produced the whole damn track, and and mixed but it, doesn't it. Go and, down then, for and then it. maybe you know Drake comes in and puts a little you know <laughs> bell on it and it's like yo it's Drake's but that's part of being you know that's one look at it but the way that it was with us was he was there every second and it wasn't a slight that I didn't get written down I was more of a Spock guy I wasn't really concerned with that right I wanted to make sure it sounded right and he was dope I was always yeah. trying to make because the bigger he got, the more money he would, I would get. Yeah. So right. how you care about me? The branding and all that was brand Dre. Yes. Now it's brand glove. But yeah. see, you didn't know that coming up. You got this, you know, for instance, I started doing vocals like you now. Yeah. And I, who knew I could have done it the whole damn time. Sure. Like I could have been a branding myself as that. I'm six foot four. I'm the same kind of stuff. I could be a menace. Yeah. But you know, so I like to control people with the music and make them move. So yeah. I have a secret language of people. You know, I don't have to say it with my mouth. I can tap something and this guy's fiddle tap. Yeah, no communicate it. Yeah. So that's like so I have a comic about that now that I'm doing uh, I'm releasing with a soundtrack that is about an alternate reality where music is controlling people. So all the music people are in charge like governors, presidents, kings, queens, throughout time. It's always been the music people. Once they learned about weaponizing music, which is making a guy tap his foot yeah. or singing a song, put your hands in the air. Put your hands up. and yeah. wait, wait, Jump. It's, it's jump, like an automated jump, response. Jump, jump, and you've got everybody in control. Yeah. So imagine that guy running for president. Like Kanye did it. Yeah. If he had, Look, he just had a listening party in Atlanta. Squeaked at the, out Apple. Did you see that? Bro. Broke it. Broke the whole <laughs> fucking service, dog. That news was crazy. One guy. Crazy. <laughs> and you think Apple, how's that gonna break down Apple servers? What? Hey yeah. Joe, do that you big. smoke weed? 
Every once in a while, I, I hit got the something pin. for you. Pass that Let's down there. Pin. What you got here? It's uh, not a pin. That's I mean, for later. He, he, oh, this oh. is the he, he hey, blue. He can't I got one for this. you too. Because I took care of the brothers. This is sweet. What is this? Sponsored by Nug. This is our pre-roll. Shout out to Nug. Shout out to Nico and shout out to Phil, bro. They behind us 1,000 percent. It's oh, a so this free is a roll brand blunt oh, with the wow. glass tip, right? Mm, and it's it mixed with diamonds, amazing. right? You're gonna love it. All dabbers love this. It's Ooh, tobacco glass free. Tip. I love it. So this is a flavor we're doing. That one is actually flavored. Don't be mad at me. We have I should if the one I gave the brother, little brother, has the extended tip. So in case you don't like the flavor coming on your lip, it's fine coming through the smoke. Amazing. Gotcha. It tastes wonderful, by the way. Just Thank you, the, man. That's sweets, yeah. man. It sweets underscore so nice and. Yeah. Say that again. Give Sweets. the shout out. Sweets underscore CA on Instagram. We are in uh, about 30 stars. Sponsored by Nug. Uh, you familiar with them? Of course. Um, yeah. We're going to do some events together. Pop Brothers and Cannabis Talk and Sweets and Nug. So let's, let's do it. And, and also that. yours is Chris Glove underscore on Instagram. Make sure you go check that out there. And you, know, you mentioned something. You said that about branding yourself, looking back at it and talking about the teamwork back then, Chris. And uh, when you look at it back then, Talk about that environment of just being a team and creating these anthems mm, that we have. Like, how did those come about? Give us some good inside stories of some of these ones. I mean, because let's face it, like we said, you're with Ruthless back in the day. Your yeah. death row, your aftermath. Yeah. All there's anthems of each one of these camps mm-hmm. that I'm are the literally only one too. legendary and anthems. And you're right there next to Dre watching mm-hmm. this grow up. So. Give us some good insight. Well, first, before I get a good inside story, does the <laughs> does the movies give it some justice? Are they are they a little on you point? Or are they just too off there? I gotta admit something. I lied to my friend. He asked me straight to my face, "Did I like this movie?" And I said, "Yes." I have never seen the movie, <laughs> so I'm gonna. You're say talking that straight out of Compton. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said I never saw the movie, though. <laughs> so anyone here that knows what I'm saying knows what I'm saying. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to apologize for my friend, but I haven't seen the movie because I wasn't in it, and I was mad about that. Right. Because I was more interested. Oh, this guy, I got as a guy who was in there, quick story, he did some kind of videography like one of these beautiful men here. He got in the movie. Right, doing that, and I was like, bro. He's like, oh yeah, everybody can't be in the movie. I was like, bro, you happen to be one camera guy out of a thousand. Back then, we didn't have social media. This was following us everywhere we went. This yeah. is media. This is media. Yeah. What's this called? Media. Damn right. This is not social media. That's a joke. We're with our new record. We're on the noticias. You know what noticias is? You do, Joe. The news. Right. On Univision, and we're popping off because it's a Dominican thing I'm doing now. Like with the comic. Yeah. Anyway, so the story is, let's go to one of those stories. There's a picture that I just posted that has me, Dre, Snoop, and Dad. I've seen it. So that yeah. picture that day, we were actually working on Dre Day, the remix, which was the radio versions. You remember we had to yep. do all those, so we rewrap them. And we did Doggy Dog World that day. It's a Doggy Dog right. World. That picture, we did both of those that day. So people call it the chronic sessions, but we were working on, we didn't. You was at a Can-Am. Yeah. Tupac would be on three studios. 
What Literally. session? Who gives a shit? Death row. Hammer, hammer, <laughs> hammer, pock, pock, pock. <laughs> man, come on. Hammer, man. you said hammer was oh, in there too? Man. Oh, man. Hammer, yeah. hammer, 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 pock, pock, pock. <laughs> so this is the beauty of death row. So when we were doing that, that was over at the village recorders over on Butler. It was an old Masonic temple. Yeah. So it had invisible walls. You walk in the studio. You didn't even, couldn't tell you were in a building. You walk in and it looked like this, these panels. And then you go one door over and it's 80 dudes in there making hip hop. So there's a good side of death row and a bad side. So... They were breaking out, about to go on tour. I never told the story. Um, so an executive from a booking agency came by to visit us. You know, Hollywood, you got Dr. Dre, Michelet. You know, these are all Michelet, superstars, yeah. all sitting in the studio. They come in and and Suge, and, and, and I saw something happen, and it was like a slight of the mouth. Like, I was like, oh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. So... As that person departed, there's always someone with Suge. This is the bad part of Death Row. Like Heron. Always someone with Suge. Yeah, i check so, him a bit, give him a shiv, and say, oh, man, what's up? You bumped me. And then the melee starts. So they, in front of the police station, 30 people <laughs> smashed this executive. And I was like, I know now why my mother thinks that I'm in the drug business. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like Cause we made, we got the no dramatics joke. inside, bro. We recording. It's a doggy dog. We R and B. We what? having a good time I, I, outside. Murder and mayhem yep. in front of the police station. No one's thinking twice. At, at the like, studios in front of the state, it's all hand in hand oh, right there. Man, man, that's what I'm telling you. That was what's death row. Yeah. When you look back too, does it just make you go, "Damn, what was I doing?" Or is like, "Fuck it, that that was just what it was." That was what it was, it man. Was we just didn't nothing happen to us because we were smart. <laughs> but, <laughs> it, it, did it, you ever have fear about it though? I've been, look- my life been threatened several times by the king or by Suge or or Heron, you yeah. know. But they can't get me. Right. Well, the, I, I think the thought <laughs> process was is is that was a normal thing, you know. Is is an intimidation was there, you know. And if you couldn't live in it, then yeah. you were you were immediately squeezed out. And so. If you could you deal with it, back. if you could deal with it, yeah. then then you, you were can't, if you, you can't good. take the pressure, dude. You, you gotta just get a out. Bitch. You like, had to get you out. You gonna kill me? Can I finish the music first, or you gonna kill me now? What yeah. Are you gonna do? <laughs> like, Let oh, me finish uh, this record. You funny, though. huh? Oh yeah. Well, I just need to finish the record, bro. Like all this you're talking is cool, but seriously, you try. So another story. Yeah, that's a good story. <laughs> Doggy style was done back then. You know this. We mixed this over at Larrabee. So Larrabee. Studios. Right, we, I got everything down to half. I mixed that album too. I ain't getting no credit for that with Dre, but we mixed that down to a half inch. So we're on a half inch master, right? One copy. So that's scary. after Dre and I came up with right, we came with the whiteboard, all the order of all the songs. After two months, I'm putting them together. Razor blade, razor blade, cut master, and tape. cut and real the real. It real will be real. all fucked up if you cut it a little to the oh, left and right. Too, oh. All bad. You know. Remember, that's right. You're old school, it, too. Oh, yeah. Radio so, was, trip. Made my first shit. Yeah. Right. So, I got this master. I got Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy Iovine <laughs> standing here. Right? Sitting there like him. Shook standing here like my big brother. Right. So, you uh, you going to finish this or what? We got like a plane. Jimmy's like, we got a plane on standby 15,000 an hour. We got 17 trucks waiting to go ship this record glove. It's shipping platinum. Can you, oh, meanwhile, what? And the shook's like, they're housing me, right? So, I just like, you know me, right? I sat back. I was like, you guys could either do it or like, what's that thing we do on Fridays? Shut, Shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. 
Thank you. And you know what they did, right? Shut, Shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Sure in the fuck did. There's no intimidation here. You want it, I'll do it. If you want to pressure me, you're just wasting your time. And now I'm going to take my <laughs> so, time and sit yes, back. Exactly. Slowing it down, yeah. Tell you fucking back up. So what happened? I, they shut the fuck up and I finished Dre laughed he, I used to say stuff but I didn't care cause like I wasn't from a poor neighborhood I wasn't a broke dude from Compton or none of, my mentality was I was already thinking I was elite anyway like you guys don't even know how to work none of this shit I brought you here so <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that's when, gonna put this we, together for when you when we showed up to Larrabee yeah when we, shoot, when we showed up to Larrabee I was the one that booked the shit Yo, I was the one that but, right <laughs> you know like look what on the them track sheets like about? I might not be on the record but pull up all the track sheets glug 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 every one of them yeah. so you know it was just work but don't try to put that in there that's whack bro I'm a what no, man. Well, and I not, quit. There's nothing like hearing the glove stories, but you know no. what time it is It's real quick. dime time, baby. And Terpene Warehouse, Budman Stew, 420 Expressions, Cali FX, Philly FX. And check this out, guys. G4 Live, Blood Tenders Award is going down September 29th through October 2nd. Las Vegas, Mandalay Bay. Viscous Vapes will be there. Live the ride. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Thank you. 
Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Chris, the glove is in Just the, the stories, building. man, are just so great. Oh, I mean, it makes me flashback. And, and now I'm, that, I'm looking it's at life. the Instagram and just looking at you on the board, and I'm seeing you in the studio with mm-hmm. Dre, Snoop. And how did that relationship start with you guys? Oh, wow. Okay, so Dre and I's relationship started, and then the Dre, Snoop, and I is different, too. But the one with Dre was so funny. I was just telling my man Tony Haslam the same story. We drove by my first apartment on the way here. And the way I met Dre, I had produced a record with Ice T on Break In and did Reckless and which was, was classic Shaka Khan video. Which they say the glove. I remember that right. the Shaka Khan. Shot. The Shaka Khan Shaka thing. Shaka Khan video he number shot one. Shot you out on the, the, the yeah. Ice T does. Yeah. 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 The whole record. Yeah. It was the number one record, number one video, number one movie. Like at the same I time. I love breaking right? too. That was one of the fucking so, best West Coast man. Things. See, and we got them too. Before right? when Beach Street came out, you're like, you said it. You said it. Came out, I was like, yeah, baby. Before, before, before. That's the part. So I'm living that life, right? I'm a DJ at Paradise. Fifteen hundred people every Thursday. So I'm like living the life. I'm a hot DJ. So I'm taking the trash out. I got this gear. I didn't want to do no rap. I got gear in the living room. I'm taking out trash. My boy Dave soups around the corner with Dr. Dre in the car, convertible. He's a party promoter. He finds Dre. We were best friends growing up. He's like, he knew I did music, and he brought that dude to my house. Literally. I put the trash in the thing, went upstairs. Who's this dude? (laughs) Dave Jaquette. That was my boy. We used to call him Party Man. So, like, remember the casino party we had back then? Yes. He put that on. (laughs) Dude. There was some big fucking parties, yeah. let me tell you. <laughs> this is Party Man. He put on the Wet and Wilds. Both Wet and Wilds were big. Big so as shit. So he introduced me to Dre. And then Dre said, I need somebody to be able to kind of do what I do. And I could just come in and say, Let do what done. you said. Yeah. And at least just not have so much work to do. You can build yeah. some big. I was like, I could do that. So he was like, okay, I'll sign you and, and your group. We don't even have a name. And so. you're like, who? <laughs> who are you again? I was like, yeah, right, Drake. Well, I knew that. He was playing No More Lies when he pulled up. Like, yeah. Oh, so he already knew. Oh, he was- knew where the world knew. When he, it was people pointing when he was getting out the car. Like, he loved that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how you guys met up? That's and how then, I met And then you Dre. went to work right after that? Right after that, we go straight to start working on um, the 100 Miles and Running. Oh, 100 Ooh. miles and running. I was a ruthless. So, yeah. yeah I was, so then Easy was calling me every day. You still got one to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easy E was a real character. We spoke uh, every day about seven in the morning. We would all three talk on the phone. And Easy E is a character, I could just say. I mean, one thing I remember about him was that, remember the pagers we used to have? Yeah. He oh, put yeah. his pagers down and vibrate off the table every time. <laughs> every time. He'd tell you, man, can you call me back? Because I can only save 99 numbers. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I can only lock ninety nine numbers that pushed you out. Yeah. Like I just called you five minutes ago. I know, bro. It was nuts. <laughs> These cats. Let me tell you, they just did a documentary about Easy. A story I know about Easy. This is another story I never told. Trey and Easy and Ren, the whole group, they had a competition on how many chicks. You know, we on the road. Yeah, Everybody yeah, yeah. done this. Yes, bang boys. <laughs> but Easy smoked everybody by like triple. What? <laughs> Yeah, so many. They was like, you, we quit. He was like, yeah, we quit. <laughs> they quit. They were like, we're done. This is Dr. Dre who's getting busted up right now to two and a half a B or something for a chick. You oh, yeah, you like, see that. Uh, he's, they quit. Easy was a no joke when it came. They love him. That's the, this the new Easy E right there. You see the dreads? <laughs> That's what you do. You put that on stage. Strap it, though. You get Hell the chicks. Yeah. Yeah, he raps. He's on my new single, Sigamay. We got a song out right now. And what? so talk about that story, too. You said what, it was a little different now, when Snoop, Snoop comes in. Yeah. So Dre and I 
had like a kind of joint bachelor party. He had a bachelor party and I was getting married. Like I knew I was getting married and he knew, but nobody else knew. Everybody knew he was getting married. So it was like our bachelor party. So <laughs> it was downtown across the street from USC, like 90, 90. It really was like a- 93. Well, so when we met Snoop, it was like 91 at the end. Right. Well, we were still doing the crime. We just was about to start. Like, we met Snoop, we did G-Thing. Then we did 187. After, 187 came out first, but we did G-Thing. Yeah, 187 was the premiere launch. Because we came through, Death Row was first through the soundtrack, so we had to all manage that. So it was tricky, but yeah. He came to the party, actually, and that one was, <laughs> it was the trip. So he jumped up on the table and started rapping. He came with Warren G. Him and Nate Dogg and them did a 213 song, but we was looking at Snoop like, this dude sound like he from down south. Where you from? Long Beach. Nah, but where you from? I was born at such and such in Long Beach. You are lying. Right. <laughs> yeah, where did you get that swing that from? That draw. <laughs> it's the, forget the swing. Man, it's I'm the, how he, he's yeah. still how famous. He yeah, he kills it. Joe is the guy. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And even in his conversation, it's there. He's like Biggie when yeah. they, and Tupac. They rap and they talk, you go, that's Tupac. Right. Walking by, you can hear Tupac. Just whispering to the chick. You know, every artist ain't like that. When you're a superstar, people know your voice like that. And that's why they, those are the guys that do that. And did you feel that from when you first jumped on him? Like, wait a minute. Man, that dude, yeah. I didn't really, Nate Dogg was cool. I wasn't really into that thing. They got it. But, uh, and Warren G, he was cool. <clears throat> but that dude, Snoop. I was like that one, the skinny one, that dude there. The skinny one. Yeah. He was the same height as me too. I was like, he was skinnier than me too. He wants to weigh one forty. He's tiny. He's tiny. <laughs> Literally I mean, six tiny. four. Tall, tall but <laughs> like yeah. a Doberman. I'm the one who told him, don't be no Rottweiler in the video. You're a Doberman. So they made him a Doberman instead of. The, I did a lot of. It's a, they were creatively as cool when you're creative. They listen to you on like creative stuff. Like sure. if I said you should invest your money in stocks, they would have been like you dude you created it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where's the white guy yeah. you tell me about the stocks you know yeah. what i mean you know what i'm interested in too chris is how does the glove come to be the nickname where does that come from i got that name now that's a trippy story so i was a dj um there's not too yeah. many the, the glove dj you know what i'm saying like i'm like <laughs> yeah, did you play right? baseball motherfucker what nah, did you do when you third base it was <laughs> trip man i was a uh, i used to i used to work for a music delivery company so that i could get my turntables for free so I, I went to Technique deliver. Technique 1200s? Yes, sir. Technique I discovered them, and it was like somebody took ankle weights off my wrist, bro. I was like, huh, I could do anything with a record. So I go deliver records uh, and crates and everything. And so I used to, these Serwin Vega speakers with the Ooh, metal corners. Yeah, yeah. I used to wear these big-ass garden gloves with the feather thing in, super oversized. Like Mickey Mouse, like real crazy. So I show up, skinny-ass dude, big-ass gloves. So the guys go, hey, we hear you're a DJ. And I go, yeah, I'm the baddest DJ you know. They're like, okay, bad DJ. What's your DJ name? You got to have a DJ name. What is it? DJ Chris. <laughs> They're like, they did that. <laughs> they said, okay, badass Taylor? DJ. You just come. I said, DJ C. DJ Chris. I tried two ways. Yeah. Just like you, you laugh. Two white guys, two. One was from French. The other's from like Belgium. Yeah. He was a damn terrorist. These guys are like, you know, the New York arts guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> These guys. I, they said, okay, we have a marquee. When you come back, come at 11, your name will be up there. We'll give you a name. 
I came back and said, 11, the glove. <laughs> it could have been a dude in the bathroom, right? <laughs> yeah, man, so girl, I'm trying to tell you. Oh, I'll go on in a few, don't worry about that. And I was like, oh, slid up in there. I knew I was supposed to be in the lake. The <laughs> like, glove wow. could be another dude. I got my name in lights. <laughs> I was like, that must be me. I'm the glove. Just random like that, huh? You, yeah, they they even you had to read it. The glove. It was brought to me the same way Dre was brought to my house. I walked right into the name was in lights. It was like cannabis talk. You're a cannabis talk. You ever seen a movie like that when the dude, <laughs> he is not the guy like a Eddie Murphy or something. You're the guru. Yes, I'm the guru. It happens to Craig all the time. Oh, you're an older brother. Yes. Oh, that's I'm the problem. That's a shut the fuck up I spoke straight to him, too. That's yeah. funny, isn't it? But yeah, that's what that was. So, uh, the glove. You know, and then the breaking. So the movie Breaking was really about the club. That shit was a nutty ass. That club was exactly, <laughs> if you saw the get down, that opening when they walk in that club in New York was exactly radio. Exactly. Same music. Same vibe. Same. Them dudes from Belgium, and they painted the walls the same. They, they might have did that club. And we're going to move now. They, we have no more nuclear weapons here. We must move to L.A. It's like, they move. brought hip-hop here. You know, I walked into hip-hop. I got a question for you, Glove, is John Payne. Mm-hmm. You know the name? Yes. What's his relationship now with Defro? Because I think is is he now the 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 running it or what's what's going on with John? So what happens is two times I've seen first off, first I have three iterations with John. First when we first came over there, we were at uh the Dick Griffey, John worked with Dick Griffey over at Solar. So Dre bought that studio and we went to do the Death yeah. Row thing. And John came with it. So we was engineers already ourselves, right? We knew, we, I knew what I was doing, right? right? I wasn't him. I'm a street engineer, self-trained, like, I know what you think. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know that name of that microphone, but the one shaped like that one. Not that one, that one. What's the name? That then one's better. Asking, that one's yeah. going to be the one I still, I started asking for names and frequency numbers and shit that Give I didn't that really sure need. Give me that sure That make you, <laughs> right. That make you sound smarter, the frequency and the knife and the carving it out, whatever. You can just shit. do it. Bye. I can see it, bro. I can look at the mixing board and tell you your mix is fucked up. It don't look, it looks scrambled. Like, that's a neat board. Those knobs do that for me. Some right. kind of weird ass. You ADD. just know it. Yeah. If I hear the music and then I see the thing, you know. Yeah. If you it's know how on, to flip if it. it's on a particular board, like if it's this SSL, I got it. Anything else, whatever. That SSL in the music, I'll be like, nah, that ain't it. Or yeah, that turn that one. You can tell you know? about the time. Oh man. So um, anyway, that was that thing. It was about the order. So I, I lost track of the John Payne. Right. So first iteration, he's an engineer. He works with us. Second time I run it across John. Like, we used to tell him, go out to the studio, man. We got it. Like, we yeah, was running him out. This. Yeah. So, next time I run across him, Death Row has been sued. Someone won for a hundred and something million. Mm. Only part of the money got paid. It ended up in a company called uh, Wide Awake. So, then he became the, he, he was the engineer who was curating all the music to prove it was what it was. Because his name was on a lot of that stuff, too. Right. And he became from that with the 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 uh the judge attached him to that in the case. So from there, he got a job with Wide Awake, became eventually the vice president of Wide Awake. Then when they sold it, it eventually ended up through E one and into Hasbro. And he traveled with that deal and ended up as either a president or something, a death row t- 
today. Yeah, now he's the president, right, or something like that. I saw something that said founder, and I almost choked. Well, that, that's what I, why I'm asking. <laughs> no, no, that's my boy JP, but he didn't found shit no. about that. And that's yeah, my no. boy. Yeah, probably you know, not even his fault. He's taking care of me now. He's writing all of the things wrong with me at death row, but he wasn't the founder. No, yeah, he, just he, like I own weed maps. Right, you well, founded yeah. it. <laughs> he founded it. You founded it. No, your little May brother well. founded it. You're now, the look, owner, though. Man, look, he was there <laughs> from right damn the near the beginning. Like yeah. the minute I got out the car, I was with Drake when they came up with the first name Future Shock or whatever the hell it was. Him and DLC created Death Row. The Doc in the car, million yeah. dollar publishing deal. Words of music. They're gonna go make a record company. We gonna leave all ruthless together because my contract is fucked. Jaden found out about that, and so we all mad in the car. Three. Right. So then we go over here. John Payne. He worked at the studio. We already got we all them songs. One eight seven G thing. Them was recorded at Dre's house in Malibu. Yeah. They wasn't recorded at Dope. This Dre is an engineer. Like we don't, you know. So, okay. See you later. Yeah. That was it. Now the, and then all the way to now it's just. It's cool to be, he was there. He was there, yeah. But he was not he, he didn't found it. He didn't found it, yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy? He might have found it. So, so me, me and He's John, a founder. He found it. Yeah. Get it? Yeah, no, they, Later. Yeah, he founded it. <laughs> he, oh, I found this water that you've been drinking for. John John and I John and I ended up on a tour when one time, and um, this is pre him being anything as far as like, uh, when, I think he's one of the owners now or president. Like that was said. definitely power. Yeah, yeah, he's got the power at death row right now. He's, he's moving that. That's right. And John and I were, you know, I, I was young, and, and I ended up on a tour with Bone Thugs and Cypress Hill and, and uh, uh, Savage from Australia. Hmm. In Australia, you remember that savage? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, 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 yep. like a gypsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So we're on this this tour, and me, RBX, um, uh, you know, Bone, Lazy. I think it was Lazy Bone. Uh, we're we're sitting in the car, and John's in there, and he's like, "Yo, man, you know, uh, we're we're gonna put this tour together." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, dude! Like, how is John?" Now, because John came to the thing as 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 a acting manager for uh, corrupt, yep. you know what I'm saying? I know. And then all of a sudden, John's in the in the in the in the car with us and with the owner of the Ozcam, which threw the event. And now John's like, "Yo, well, we got to now we're putting a world tour together." And I'm like, <laughs> "Dude, John went from like being an acting manager for corrupt to, to the founder." To, now he, <laughs> <laughs> right. he's that's the my, founder that's now. My boy. That's, my, that's uncle, my brother bro. too. Yeah. but he was like, and then that's he, how he just, moves. He's bullying through and. I'm I'm like, dog, like I'm kind of a little shooken because yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, dude. Like I, I just I, met you. Yeah, I just met you and we're on the world tour now and this and that. And I'm yeah. like, who, who's John Payne? And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, corrupt, who's, who's John? Mm. He's like, nephew, kicking just nephew. Watch just this. watch Yeah, we yeah. got this. And I'm like, okay, but I, I mean, him, you know, who? what about, who is what about my group? What about, you know, because your mind starts, yeah. you know, thinking You're always like, going to be out of the tour. Like, yeah. come You're on, done. what about my group? Yep. What about us? What about me? Hold on, I helped put this whole shit together. And now John's driving this car. They're on a helicopter with the owner and yeah, shit. Yeah, like, that's JP. Yeah, that's it, baby. Know, so, so that that what I admire for him. And and, and years years now, you know, we, J, JP and I keep t keep touch just because of the roots from Death Row to mm -hmm. to the tours and the little fun shit that we've done. And and even then, we we ended up with the West Coast Customs project that he attached yeah. himself to. You know, when we did the music for that. Yeah. And I was like, dude, but but now I'm seeing JP and I, I'm starting to see him out publicly coming out it's death row it's death row which is dope because they picked up the uh the the group with uh uh what is it um it's corrupt um uh oh they're gonna put that up uh the, with the dpg one no, no, the, the, uh, the oh it's, oh 
Uh, the Four Horsemen. No, that's uh, that's not corrupt. That's Snoop. No, no, not Ice. yeah, no, not that one. That one, that's not that one. It's the yeah. one that the Snoop. I, I mean, that corrupt and um, and quick and Daz or something. Cannabis. Else. No, cannabis? no. Yeah. I, I forget. Oh, that's it. That's the it. The four horsemen. They're different. You talking about? Look at Cal. Boy, yeah. So it is right. Which, but, 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 so the the project right now is doing huge in London or something like that. And I'm like, and JP's right there in the mix. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, it's you know they're making <laughs> they're making moves, man. It's so happening. shout out to John, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? John Payne's been out there Uncle for a long JP. time. Uncle JP. And, oh, and Chris the Glove Taylor, when you're doing all this shit, how much cannabis was being used around those rooms? <laughs> Bro, that's what I was saying about the Chronic record in the beginning. It's so funny. So the record itself, all we did was we made this dope record, right? So we got this dope record. We got, we got a dope record. We got a dope record. How can we call this a dope record without, without saying this is dope? The Chronic. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> there's no weed songs on there. Oh, there's the Roach. We did at the end. There's no weed songs on the Chronic album. Right. Now we did. It's so Champion. random to say that. That's right. so fucking yeah. random. And no one to say even that, thinks dog. of that. Either. No but one. There was exactly a marketing, right. bro. A, we knew a, what we were doing. There was a bud plant on the on the on the on the cover, on the cover embedded Not, in on the shit. back, and he had yeah, the, the zigzag yeah. face. He was the face of the zigzag. Yes, because he had to be dope. You got to be dope. Like that's dope. You yeah. got to look at it and see. For instance, people ask me, the only time I wear a glove is when you can't talk to me, and you see me like in a movie. So I wear a glove because it says what. The, the glove. Exactly. Yeah. So it says it. Dope. You look at that chronic record. That's dope. Like, I don't know if it's good, but that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> that's weed. Yeah. Like, that's dope. And then, oh, it is dope. Get it? It's like two double yeah. entendre. Bow. It's that big. So that's why the chronic. And the, and the weed consumption was done by Snoop and his minions, right? Them dudes smoked. Me and Dre didn't smoke at all. To the last day when we mixed, it was like, bro, you ever smoke weed? I was like, nah, them dudes... They smoking in here, bro. Yeah. We've been smoking, right? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm feel weird or something, right? Because I was drink. So. Contact high, right? I'm thinking Henny, that, but you know, whatever. You know, I smoke weed now. Contact high is a lie. Yeah. There's no right. such thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could get high just by contact, bro. Would you buy weed if you could do that? <laughs> like really? There's a lot of that shit they be saying. You can get best COVID point I've ever heard yeah. when it comes to secondhand smoke. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Debunking right. secondhand smoke. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't buy it if you can get the secondhand. Just go hang out. <laughs> go hang out. I might get a headache, but that ain't high. I'll give you credit, but I'm using that one. Thank you, man. You my lawyer. You always do that. Shoot, and you're the one I need him and him. Yeah, <laughs> damn let's it. Go. But yeah, man. So that was our way of saying let's be dope, and we're dope. We are dope. Like, and then so we, you know, snooping them. So Dre and I smoked like that night together. The first time we, he told me he never smoked weed. He acted like it was Wayne's World. You know, he's on the ground, <laughs> planes and shit. Shut up, Westchester. <laughs> Everything was fucking funny. Sometimes I get that funny high still. Occasionally, I know we all do. That, that's that probably gigglies. that's like our search. The like gigglies. they chase the dragon, we chase the, yep. that one. Yep. Isn't that nice? It's nice. Isn't that Ain't wonderful thing to have too? To chase, yeah. Of yeah. that, like happiness almost. This is some. They all against us. I got a friend that. Oh well, you smoke. I'm like you drink a bottle of wine every time we. Right. That no. shit is like you can't drink and drive. No. <laughs> so yeah, but we can smoke and drive if you want. If smoke you and want. Fly. And if and the best thing about. What I say is that if you're too high, 
You won't drive. You won't. You'll, you you'll know. know. I'm yeah. too high. If you're if you're drunk, <laughs> you're gonna be. Oh, I'm, a, I'm good. I'm best. I can do it. Fuck you. Well, if you're alone. too high and have a drink, you might drive because the drink pushes your thought mm-hmm. to go. No, I never mix no, that. No, I, I actually do both, and it does do. not do that. See. Yeah, no, They're smarter it, than the average bear. New studies out of color. Well, I don't know about that. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, you know. Studies. But no, it's a wonderful thing, I tell you, man. Anyway, so that's, you know, the death row experience and all of that. Ruthless was incredible. Aftermath even more so because we got, I got to work with Nas and AZ and Foxy and all of them on the Firm Project when I did the phone tap. Yeah. And uh, so it's really cool to work with, like, everybody said Foxy Brown didn't write her lyrics and all that. So she sits down turn the lights off in the thing. She's rapping, she go, wait. I hear the Sharpie to the, you know the sound of pen and paper? Yeah. I'm like, I thought, hey Dre, she writing, bro. What is that? You write. So she raps, she'd say, hold up. She scratched out, she said, so we both thinking she don't write. She bust that, Nas come in, yeah, that's perfect. Boom. But if we knew it was perfect when she did it, she knew it was, she's like, thanks, like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm dope too. Yeah. She was as good as the guys, better. You know what's funny? Point. We're going to take a break real quick. When we come back, I want you to think about this. I want you to put your all-star list. If you had to pick your starting three players of all the people that you've worked with, what's your start starting three? It's Cannabis Talk 101 with Chris the Glove Taylor. We'll be right back after this. Aftermath. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Take a hit, get lit, and sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101. Yes. Mark and Craig, Pop Brothers at La Baloo, and Joe Grande. And I want to give a very special thanks to Chris Franchino 
Erica, Abel, Daniel, Cal, T, Tim, Pitt, Peanut, Jennifer, and Elvis, the Cannabis Talk 101 crew and team yes. that makes us all look and sound great. And we are back here with Chris, the glove, Taylor, <laughs> Joe, you had that question. Chris, yeah, because I'm sitting here as I hear that and I think of Nas and I think, fuck, that's half dope. man, half you know, amazing. And, and that's, you know, <laughs> what you said you did. And I mean, I look at your roster of people that you worked with from Ruthless to Death Row, to Aftermath, to who knows what else you've done on the side even before that, which was the Ice Tees, you know, that's not even listed there as Drink I look it. on your Instagram under the, you know, post. And I just sit there and go, fuck, you worked with some of the biggest and the best mm -hmm. in the world. So if you had to pick three to start with you and say, let's go, and they could be old as the first one, but what does that look like for the glove? So like, so three. And I know it's going to be hard. Exactly. No, no, no. I got I mean, the three, you know? but I want to say this, though, like, because I got R&B and I got rap and yeah, I got exactly. actors. Yeah. So this is my three. The first one would be Dr. Dre because he's showing now that he got the, he's only done two albums, bro. <laughs> and he live up there. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay, he lived there, I, there, and there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, got he owned like half of LA. Most people don't even know. Like, that's where the money is. He just, you don't keep it in a bank. You buy all the shit. And yeah. just, it sits there. You're going to spend 500 million before. You're going to need some of it. I got to put it in these buildings. Yeah. Take a building. You'll take a building. Here you go. $80 million building. Like that. So, Dr. Oh, yeah, Dre, Dre stupid paid, right? I love but it. it's his whole thing, like, because I would hire him as my number one producer artist. Like, he would produce everybody. So, I got Dre. Okay. And then I got Tupac, only because I need an actor. Like, he's so dope. Uh, Forget the music. I got Dre for that. I got Tupac, because now we're going to see, we got to have multimedia, right? Out of all those people, I'm going to say Nas, bro. Like, Nas. Tupac and Dre are the greatest people I ever worked with. Like I worked with a lot of the other ones too. Like Snoop is dope as dope the here. shitty dope super. He's oh, like yeah. right there next. But then I got Easy, I got Ice Cube on one of my songs. That's what you, saying. you got Cube there. Yeah. Big. I mean, it's hard to sit there and not. Yeah. That's why I, I said I want to Faith Evans and Faith. Carl Thomas, <laughs> Thomas on a uh, song. So I could. And, and I didn't know if I was going to hear a name that we didn't know about. But I mean, those nah, three names alone are it. all legendary. And you yeah. could have picked a few other legendary that no one would have blinked an eye. But I just wanted to hear from your perspective of what's the I'll gloves like. Right Let me there. go with these three. And mm -hmm. those three reasons alone are perfect. <laughs> well, I mean, you, a little more on Nas, though. Why do you think Nas? Because Nas, to me, is... Nas represents New York. That's the media capital. So, see, you need that. It's like have a good attorney. Most people don't start their business with an attorney. They start <laughs> their business and get in trouble and go get an attorney. Yeah. Then it goes cool. Like, why didn't you just do that in the beginning? <laughs> right. Jump. Start from the... Yeah. yeah. Do it so right. it's like that. You got to get your media. Anything we do, Nas go boo. They're going to talk about it because we over here. We got Tupac. He's going to be in the number one movie. Then we got Dre. And he yeah. can lay it down a track. He can make everything Pac for can do it all. You remember uh, everything. Casey yeah. and JoJo? Yes. Man, they oh, were the, you God. worked with them, right? Yeah, Because, I man. mean, they were there a lot, right? Yeah, them dudes was good, too. They were quick. Yeah. And they sounded Jodeci. like they sound. That was the group, Jodeci. But then Devontae, though, he was, I worked with him, too, on the other side. He was crazy, but dope, too. Yeah, no. That I'm, Casey and JoJo sound from Jodeci was one of the best sounds out of the R&B era that I love. Matter of fact, I flew out to, on one of their private planes to go see them in San Diego from the Bay. And class that, cool brothers, too. Yeah. Which Everybody thinks R. Kelly knocked off uh, the Isley brothers. Well, he knocked off Jodeci. He didn't yeah. knock off uh, uh, Aaron Hall. Yeah. 
He sounded like Aaron Hall. He knocked off all of those beats. The Jodeci boys, He yeah. took all, all those beats. Tracks. Dude, Fiendin' and freaking you is, you remind me of my Jeep. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on, bro. He can take it and just, oh. So now, you're going to see me, since R. Kelly's in jail, I'm going to say it out loud. <laughs> I'm about to knock all that shit off. And hit it. And nobody going to know it's R. Kelly. Yeah, I'm gonna just flip it. Rock it. <laughs> and here's the thing: R. Kelly like basically that. got blacklisted. I mean, he's for, blacklisted, yeah, he, my my black ass. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Yeah. Out. He, he's just he's Out. done too much. Bottom line, it's fucked up. I love the music, and, but and that that's guy what I'm saying, go. and that's what I'm gonna get to. The glove is like he's got blacklisted. I fight not playing his shit sometimes I play around it. my house. I'm gonna I don't take his money. Here, I'm like, oh. At the end, he is wrong. And at the end, you know, when he was doing his, he was trying to pull crowds and stuff, he was hiring people as extras, showing up to a, an event to, to make it seem like he Absolutely. still had that, that, that crowd oh, really? in those vibes. Yeah, man. I that, bet he didn't piss on him, though. No. <laughs> he did that after. Like, in the beginning, we would do that in the beginning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, the Beatles had all them people. They, everybody saw them coming to the airport and screaming. They paid every one of those chicks for that to, thing. To run up. It was like 200 people with signs. That was all bought. Yeah. But Smart. you see the, what was it, Look magazine on the cover? This is a national treasure now. Yeah. That and was it's funny paid, because they, they did that back promotion. then, and now folks follow and they see monkey, see monkey, do. Now fucking chicks are coming. Ah! You know what I mean? It, it was. It works. It, it's it got to be organic. It's got to be. Like we had those three, those three who did that right. Beatles shit to us once. Mm-hmm. Three fans that did that. Yeah, to you three fans. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You those three was real though. Did, hey, you. did you pay for them though? Did you pay real. them three? No. We <laughs> did see, not. so it's so much doper when you walk out and see three and people. All with your you need three. You don't even good. need three. Good job. Hey, I'm gonna tell you. What, oh, we okay. So trip this before you get the story. You don't need three. If you go to any party, remember any dope party you went to it was one person that made the party dope. One. Either the chick, the buddy you was with, just one. Not the party. It could have been empty. So you can, yeah. you guys got off the plane. That's real no, so, so it's funny because we got off a plane uh, with John Payne. We were doing that Australia, the America's Most Wanted tour. Mm. And we got off. And as we're, we're going out, you know, we, we're, we're just coming off. And they're like, yeah, there's going to be a bunch of people there. And we're like, okay, cool. <laughs> and there was so many fucking people there, bro. And it was In Australia? So, yeah. So we're coming off the plane. Like, and people are screaming. <laughs> and we're like, holy fuck, dude. And we're walking out like, this is this is crazy, right? Yeah. And we had old school cameras back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hella big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we had people carrying those motherfuckers behind us. Like, oh, shit, this is dope. Media. And then, yeah, media. Real media. I tell you. And then the funniest part of the whole thing comes up, though. Right, Ooh. little ass Sylvester Stallone comes popping out. <laughs> I knew it was a and star he was, and he was getting he was getting arrested. He was in a different plane. He, no, he he was on the same plane as us. Sylvester Stallone, the real Sly. Yeah. Yes, bro, he got arrested. Look at I, it's, <laughs> and it's on paperwork. We got paperwork to back what I'm saying. Mm. It's as he's coming off the plane, he's getting arrested for having steroids in his bag. <laughs> and so the, the press, the media, all these people are there, and, and we're thinking like, you you can see, I'm telling oh, you, this is a rub. This Y'all is a rub. All of us are coming out with our heads Ooh. up like, oh. this is for us. And, 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 and we look to the left, and he's in cuffs and shit in front of the whole media, uh. bro. And, and they're taking down Sylvester Stallone for for transporting <laughs> drugs. And and, and and we just kind of like walked by the whole thing and just took it for a second. And it was like, okay, where's our? And they oh, had some cars man. pick us up and go. Uh, Great story though, man. It was. <laughs> Felt good for a minute, all right. Now, speaking of stories, the glove. How did you meet Mark and Craig Wasserman? How does that go down? So you know what? I'm gonna tell you how I met these guys. Shout out to Rudy. There's a guy, Rudy. Yeah. Rudy, the homie, Rudy. Rudy, the homie. Rudy, yep. Rudy yeah. said, "Man, I want you to come up on." So my boy, eight one eight, right? My boy, yeah, Rudy. Vic, Vince Berry, 
knew Rudy, their partners, and he called me Vince like, Glove, I want you to go to this thing. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I know you're doing something with cannabis. I don't know. So just go with Rudy. So Rudy calls me, gives me the address, because says, come up here. So this is when they were over on, on Garden Grove, bro. Yeah, and they had this the green room. Man, yeah. I, they had the smallest green room I ever seen. It was like tiny house. Yeah, tiny green room. We need to do a movie about your green room, bro. It was about. I mean, it was meant for me and my brother originally. Here, right, it's not even it's nothing small enough in here to compare it to. Maybe the safe. <laughs> like five times the size of that safe, literally, maybe literally. six. It had Same a, height. Hey, we put a vent yeah. in it, though. We put a yeah. vent in it, though. My head was to the top. Yeah. You know that, right? You know shit. We and they had a shelf in the back that had all the cannabis, everything you ever and need. A mirror. So Mark could do jumping jacks no, and somersaults So I'm in sitting there rolling fit. up weed. Right, he could do flips, but I could barely hear. <laughs> so I'm rolling up weed, and Mark comes in, and he's grabbing weed, and he's here, smoke this. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, here, try this. So he's real cool. We talking, and... We don't know each other. He's just fucking friendly. He walked in. We just chapping it up. We sit on that little couch. Remember the little couch? Yeah. It's one couch, like yep. a love seat. Four people on it. So we sat down, talked. You came in. He was more quiet, but I got to meet him then. I was with uh, Rudy, and he, you know, Rudy's a busybody, so I figured, yeah. Oh, yeah. I figured that they wasn't going to take me too serious at the time, even though love for Rudy. Then a grower introduced me, uh, somebody that you were working. It was... Uh, it was, oh, why can't I think of my, Jerry K. He introduced me yes. to you guys. Yes, And y'all it, it took interest at that point. Jerry <laughs> K. Then I saw all y'all walking, sit on a panel, and Jerry's ass sat down. I was like, okay, you're with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I knew Jerry from back in the day from smoking weed. Yeah, <laughs> from the Rainbow that, Room. That was one hell of a Rainbow Room. room. I used to, to be DJ just... at the Roxy, bro, in the yes. 80s. Wow, I remember yes. that, man. I remember the Roxy, bro. The Roxy I know, Jerry. Was a lot of good times, man. Mm -hmm. It's just so fun hearing so many stories after stories with you and hearing you go oh, back wow. like that. I just love it. And seeing all yeah. the things that I remember watching you on and just hearing your Thank music you. and everything you do. You're, like I said at the beginning, an icon to hip-hop. <laughs> and uh, some may say not recognized enough. Thank you. In my book, but uh, highly recognized by us. Well, if you know, yeah. you know. That's exactly. the thing yeah. about the glove. And I say that because a lot of, a lot of you know, cats will come in and be like, oh, this and that. They know everything. And it's like, you know everything that you've seen, but you don't know everything that went down. You, right. know, you know what I'm saying? And that's so, so important, especially in, in music history. Uh, when you go back to Death Row Records, you go back to Production Roofless, you go back to, you know, um, ABC Records, or was it... Um, uh, the one upstairs or whatever, but there, mm. there were so many of these little different, you know, recording facilities, all American studios. All American. Yeah. 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 I was like ABC. No, all American. <laughs> uh, but, that's funny. But all American, you know, you start looking at all these different studios where people didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I'm like, dog, we were just at all American. We were just over at, yeah. uh, you know, at, uh, at, Whatever it was, yeah, we was up at what's the one in, in uh, Echo Sound? Echo Sound. We was just at Echo, Echo Sound. Sounds. They just was shooting that corrupt and dads. We had to throw the vending machine down and duck behind it, like yo. Yeah, that was a real thing. <laughs> yeah, that I was know. A real, yeah, <laughs> you were like, what are you so, talking about? <laughs> that was a real thing. But people don't <laughs> see those behind the scenes, and 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 back then it wasn't as as easy as carrying your cell phone and just. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? And there now, wasn't always that hell Instagram no, thank run. God there was none of that when we, I was we, growing up. Yeah, thank I'll be down. And God. Jerry Buss would be quite upset too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we would be oh, the takers, not the Jerry. Lakers. Right. Yeah. Man, that it dude is. used to roll in with 20 blondes and have them in a circle and mm. sit. Every club I DJed, all the private ones, voila, and all of that stuff. Here comes oh. Jerry Buss. There and he is. Magic. Uh, all right. Now, ah. hey, all right. My favorite time of the show. And, uh, 
This is going to be a good one. I think we're going to have some good answers yes. to the Cannabis Talk 101 High Five with Chris the Glove Taylor. Joe, take it away. Here we go. Five good questions for you, the Glove. Question number one. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where did you get it from? 29, and Mike Lynn handed it to me and Dre, and then we smoked it. <laughs> In the studio. That was there, huh? Yeah. Well, no, we left the studio, went to my homeboy's house. And that's where the weed was. Right. <laughs> How great. Well, the first time you smoked weed, I don't know, this guy named Dre. 29. Yeah, right? That's kind of cool, right? I got a circle to tell y'all about, too, after that. What, well, say it now. What my, happened? My, my greatest weed circle. So this is really true to me. So it's Dr. Dre, Bruce Springsteen, Tom Petty, Stevie Nicks. <laughs> And Jimmy Iovine's Shut 50th birthday the party. Fuck wow. Up. Stevie Nicks. Thank you, Stevie. Dr. <laughs> Dre, Bruce Springsteen, Tom Petty. Rest in peace. Nice. Oh, my That was a dope-ass circle, right? That's a circle. I smoked so, weed with them dudes. Wow. As you say circle like that, I had a circle that just made me think of Come one. Come on. For this? Yes. It was me, Dre, Snoop and the Bishop Don Magic. Bishop, Juan. you smoke yeah. with the Bishop? At, at the Bishop, at the fucking, um, we're at the, uh, uh, in uh, at the Beverly radio. Hills. Oh. No, we're in Beverly Hills for the Wash premiere. Remember the movie, The yeah, Wash? Yeah, bro, that's a good I one, just too. just saw that the other day. Did you really? I'm sorry premiere. you did, but yeah, at the know, premiere, right? yeah. That's so a dope circle. It was entertaining. It was a dope circle, and I'm up there yeah. with the fucking microphone and doing my thing. So I got a comedian two. circle. <laughs> oh, you got a good comedian circle? Chris, Tucker, Dre, Dre and all of them. Chris Tucker, Dre, Eddie Murphy. Ha ha. Nice. Eddie Murphy smokes weed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's the dude, the director? Gary Gray. Wow. Nice. They was all black. The other one was not. Yeah. <laughs> but that, and that other one was a powerful artist. Yeah, that was I so mean, crazy when Petty? I was getting the weed. I was uh, like, here's Tom I mean, Petty. Springsteen? Yeah. Really? Bruce wow. Springsteen. Like, I'm looking. These are all uh, Jimmy's friends, like partners. Yeah. He was, <laughs> him and Tom was both going out with Stevie Nicks. Like, yeah. It's his wow. girlfriend. Just he hits. had her sing on that song. Stevie, Tom Petty had a song. And he said, look, I, I got Stevie on it because it would be dope. You need to do this. And he was like, you just put her on our song, you bitch. Like, you put your girlfriend on my record? He was hot with him. Yeah. It was the Dragon Your Heart song or whatever the one with them together. Right. Jimmy know what he's doing, right? He knows what he's doing. Oh, he's been knowing what he's doing. I love watching the stories on he Jimmy. I mean, that dude's doing. been putting it down forever and putting the work even beforehand. Yeah. I mean, the stories behind that dude, there's no <laughs> denying his nope. work ethic and no. thinking, oh, this dude just got lucky. He's a lucky little. No uh, luck. That motherfucker worked his ass there should be a, Still uh, working. Study your homework, folks, if you don't know what we're talking about. There okay. should be a, a movie on just the Ivine story. You know what I'm saying? He's that got a, quite a few little documentary things, but they need to be a big, I mean, a big, big movie, movie. Like yeah. a big movie. Because like, it looks like he's kind of next to Dr. Dre with these well, beats yeah, thing. Well, or well, what is he doing with Apple? Mm, Dude, yeah. before Dr. Dre, I give homage, but yeah. Jimmy I mean, he, he discovered he's Dre. worked with, exactly. Yeah. He's worked with everyone. Yeah. His Rolodex is stupid. But we saved his ass though, because they was losing over there. They had no doubt and nothing, nothing was working. The clown clown posse and nobody. But Death yeah. Row came and we made 115 million in the first year. Yeah. Everybody else sat down. Man. Well, they pay, they paid homage. Like, okay, and then that show. money we put in, 
created No Doubt, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. We made all those groups. They, yeah. they didn't have no money. And then Gwen went solo and started killing it. I mean, come on. I love yeah. that. that. Seven no million doubt. copies that No Doubt album. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. I had dinner with them during that time. Her and that guy, bass player, and my wife at the time. It was cool. At Jimmy's house. That's B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It was crazy. So <laughs> next question, No pun boy. intended, boy. You said you had another question. Next question, yeah. number two. What's your favorite way to use cannabis? Any way I can. Actually, I smoke blunts, but only tobacco-free. I cannot stand nicotine. It's something make my eyes pop. Nice. And you don't hemp, do it. It puts me in a not. third dimension, too, man. I like the slow burn, but hemp only. Not even paper. It's got a glue strip. I mean, everybody's yep. talking all that crap. We'll put the asbestos in the glue. And yeah, it's paper. Get, it's yeah. paper. Right. Go get some notebook paper and smoke it there. Get some sweets. Yeah, just smoke it there. There it is. Question number three of the high five with Chris the Glove. Craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis? Okay. So I got a. Uh, okay, so I was at a party and everyone was undressed except for me. I was rolling weed for everyone. It was real. It was seven girls and a guy. Nice. And I was the weed roller. Like I wait, were you was, the guy or were you? No, I was not the guy. You were not the guy. I was, was in, the in the house. valley. So I was in the house, right? And the guy, it was his birthday and the thing it was a gift. So it was like it was a oh, gift. before you go home, can you roll this weed up for me real quick? So I'm like, okay. Uh, right here? Like, yeah. <laughs> so my buddy left me in the room with all these Seven chicks. Naked chicks. I'm rolling weed. That's the most <laughs> crazy place, that's, bro. It was Dig strange, it. bro. That's beautiful. I'm just I, seeing I didn't them all sleep right with none of them or nothing, but it was just surreal. Like, like if you don't have to. If, yeah, if, if I was a girl and all the guys were in here were, with no clothes on, I was with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was bananas. Wonderful story. I like that, Glove. Yeah. I love it. All right. Question number four of the Cannabis Talk 101 High Five with Krista Glove Taylor. What is your go-to munchies? After you get high. Yes. You guys are going to laugh. My go-to munchie is Chick-fil-A lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Chick-fil-A lemonade. Isn't it either. funny when you I find a spot with sweet lemonade? That Man. That's it. Yeah. Chick-fil-A lemonade. Bro. Lemonade's a go-to for me, too. I've been loving Man. it more and more lately. My diabetes doesn't like it, but not I like the, it. Yeah, not the food and so much. I eat all the time because I'm working out now, so I'm always hungry. The munchies is whatever. I can get on DoorDash. The lemonade is the every time I smoke thing. <laughs> yeah. That's that go-to, right? I gotta get Chick Fil A, right, Tony? Let me get, get one before stuff. I even start smoking. I tried to get some of those three miles down the road, so we just came here. I think we got one down the road from here. Sweet. Question number five with a high five with the glove: If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead, dead or alive, <laughs> who would it be and why? I mean, you already got some amazing fucking circles that you just dropped, but that's the question no one one. ever asked me. Wow, dead or alive? Well, you have so many that have, were alive that people give us. <laughs> I mean. He's better. Right. He yeah. actually yeah. smoked with them already. That that's, people that's, give us. Oh, dude. Oh, that. Thank you. I mean, yeah, yeah. you got those are legendaries. I didn't even think about that. Wow, probably bro. all of them. Wow. Like how many times he's probably smoked with Snoop and this, 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 Oh, that, God. Yeah. Me and Snoop. Well, one time, Snoop and Dre and I. So we had just interviewed Dawn Robinson from In Vogue. We were going to sign her to Aftermath, right? So shout out to my boy C Major and Keith Bowles. They were there. <laughs> so me and, uh, me and Snoop are. Cube leaves. This is before we did Hello, because we interviewed Hello. her. Hello. Right. So Cube leaves. Like, I love the track. Here comes Snoop. Starts smoking. Dude, he smoked me under the table, like, till 5 <laughs> in the morning. I tried to keep up with him. This, man, dude, you can't smoke with Snoop. Yeah. So I think the Mark's one person me. that I would want to smoke with, dead or alive, would be Snoop again. 
I'm gonna put his ass down. <laughs> we're gonna hook that wow, up. Wow, you want to? Oh, you gotta hook it up. Huh? I'm going to his house yeah. later. I'm gonna tell. He know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and he got nicotine. I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna use my air hemp. It's nothing but all weed. <laughs> yeah. It's like a bong. Oh, sweets, sweets, is, man. So you go back to the Snoop again. I go one back, more I want to. I want to. What do you call it? Challenge. Rematch. Yeah. Rematch. <laughs> he knocked me out. It took him five hours. And then the motherfucker handed the joint. And I did like this. When you get the wave, he just chuckled like, <laughs> like I got your ass. Finally. Well, Glove, is there anything else uh, before we get on out of here, man, that you want that we might have forgot? Uh, yeah. I want to say, first off, shout out to my mom and my sisters and brothers, everybody. My brother and sister both got engaged this uh, Congratulations. weekend. Congratulations. Yeah, Congratulations. Right? My kid, too. After COVID. Congratulations. We all going to have a party together. We Hell need to put yeah. it on a boat or something. Won't Let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, right? And, uh, yeah. It'll be a good time. Good yeah, family time. man. And then the next thing is, I have a record and a comic coming out now. It's called Spectre, Enemy of the State. It's about my life story. Instead of a documentary, I took, like, the Enemy of the State concept and I created an alter reality where music was in charge so that now I work for the government. Me and you at Can-Am, we was agents. Yeah. Worked for CIA agents, like they didn't know. Other people were regular music. We were there to teach them how to be a certain way dope so that they could become what they become. <laughs> That's right? chronic. And the soundtrack, it comes with it, right. And it's six of them. This is six uh, chapters, six soundtracks. It's each one with six songs. So. First thing out now is Sigame, which is where our release we got out right now, and Kelo K. I'm with a group uh, from the Dominican Republic, Secret Service. They helped me in the comic. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's pretty interesting. It's going to be fun. That's what I got going on. It's the music. Well, there it is, <laughs> man. Tobacco-free, hand-rolled mm-hmm. sweets. And let me tell you guys, it's got a glass tip on it. It's handcrafted. This thing's amazing. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this. If no one else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.